The Crawford Stand, with the president of Crawford Media Group, Don Crawford. God created man in his own image, so says the scripture. God created male and female in his own image. And he blessed them, male and female. Not lesbian, not gay, not bisexual, not transgender, not queer, not non-binary, not whatever the latest terms are. He created them, God did, male and female, man and woman, man and woman. And he created them, us, you, me, in his image. We are made in the image of God. Why would anyone want to be less than what God created? Especially if one, either male or female, man or woman, is created in the image of God. Why? Why? Can there be any higher status, identification, human understanding of who we are than to know, biblically sure to know, that we are God's creation and we are created in his image? What else needs to be said? Incredible. God created man, the first man, Adam, and then God created a helper, so the Bible says, a woman who was, the words of Scripture are most interesting, comparable to him, comparable to him, equal, like him. And also this woman was created in the image of God. That's equality up and down the line, don't you think? There are no second-class citizens here, none at all. To be sure, God made sure there were differences, this man and woman, and viva la differences. They, and consequently we, were created for different purposes and objectives and roles, hence the difference physically. But as each developed and sought the wisdom and understanding of the God-creator, those differences, divinely intended, became stronger and more evident. The man, the male, developed as God intended. The woman, the female, also and equally developed as God intended. So there was at the beginning, at that time of creation, a certain equality, a comparable equality between man and woman, and a respect as husband and wife, and adjoining together in a loving and caring way. And that, the Lord God, Creator Almighty, that's what God intended. That was the divine purpose for male and female, man and woman. No more to be said. And God intended that they should leave their father and mother and grow and mature and populate, says Genesis, the earth. Populate it. Joined together as one flesh. One flesh. Not that man should join with man as one flesh or woman with woman as one flesh, but as man and woman as one flesh. That and that alone is the divine way. But again, the woman created by God, as Genesis tells us so clearly, from the rib of a man is both comparable and equal. Comparable and equal to that man. God created no second-class citizens. 
There were different roles and purposes and objectives, differences in the physical but the very same in spirit, mind, heart, and understanding. Neither was inferior to the other in all those vital aspects. Neither one. And so, says our God Almighty, creator of everything, of heaven and earth, there is the role, the objective, and the purpose of the woman to join with the man in marriage to become wife with the responsibilities and privileges of a wife and to become mother and the responsibilities and privileges of a mother and bear children, bear children, no matter what the current generation says about having them. And perhaps the most important and vital function of the woman as wife, as helper, as equal helper, and decision-maker, those two joined together as God intended, are an unbelievable twosome, an absolutely incredible partnership. There's probably nothing finer in life, nothing. But today there are any number of women who are not married, not wife, not mother, and there's nothing wrong with that, I do suppose. They yet remain what God intended, comparable and equal, these women do to any man. They live independently and strong and capable, and they are productive, and they pursue another way, perhaps a different calling, perhaps a different Christian calling, or certainly a calling condoned by God. These women not married are often well-educated, developing wisdom and understanding. They often themselves become teachers, intellectually strong, spiritually strong, and they become emotional examples to children and even adults, even if the children are not their own. That is one mighty God-directed calling, in my opinion. And they are often strong, these women are, strong professionals, capable of competing with any man. They are competent in business and the world of finance, and they are often every bit as talented and capable as any man in any professional field, and in any number of cases, even more so than the man. Many women have been highly successful, some having achieved the status of, this is really mind-boggling, billionaire with a B, billionaire. Whew. Staggering. Such a thought would never have occurred in any way in years past. Many believe that women control the majority of the wealth of the world, and in most such cases that wealth is in good hands, well-managed and productively utilized, some exceptions of course, like with any man. But the success in business and finance of any woman is yet another way, perhaps a modern way, that a woman created in the image of God is both comparable to and equal to any man. So says the scripture. So many women, females God created, are strong Christians. They know scripture. They study the Bible. They are led by the Holy Spirit. They begin and develop strong faith in Jesus Christ. And they become some of the finest Christian examples in the entire world, often more so than any man. They bring an unique, loving, caring to the young. Oh, there's nothing like a mother and a mother's love, nothing. 
whether mother or not, children just gravitate to them, not not to men as a rule, but to women. They can be a source of tender love and comfort and support, and at the same time, strong, independent, vital, and competitive in the business world with any man. And a woman can be the best administrator of tough love, tough love. That woman can be respected for oftentimes a superb work ethic, superb work ethic. We have many of them in our very own company. A woman can be fully disciplined, straight, and honest, and every bit so as any man, and again, often more so. That honest work ethic exists in so many places in the Crawford Broadcasting Company, and I am so very proud of these women who serve our Lord and are strong in their professional pursuits. They're the best. Some find ways to be mother and pursue careers at the same time. Boy, that's difficult, really difficult. They have the ability to do what is right in their eyes and before God, always on call. And they work responsibly. And that responsibility never really ends. Most females, women God created, are blessed caregivers, especially concerned with the health of children, but with all human beings, and equally concerned with rendering care, and they do it better than most men, the care of the elderly. I don't know where women get the energy, very frankly. They're always on call. They have a stamina and a staying power, which is just absolutely amazing. God bless them. And they follow proudly the individual call of God for their lives. They know that. They're not ashamed of that. And they're proud of who they are and what they do for him and in this world. They know in whom they have believed. And they pursue his purpose for their lives. Always pressing on for the goal, the prize of the high calling of Jesus Christ. The very same as any man and often better. Our Lord Jesus Christ loved and respected women. They ministered to him and he to them. There was the unforgettable encounter of our Lord with the woman at the well. There was that generous and loving woman who poured incredibly expensive perfume on the feet of Jesus and washed those feet in that perfume and dried them with her hair. Wow. That loving female act reverberates through the years a vitally important Christian teaching. Women were the very first to know that Jesus the Christ was risen from the dead, resurrected from the dead, as he said he would. The very first to discover the empty tomb, the empty tomb, and to know that this Son of God lives eternally. Women were the first to know. In that sense, they were the very first evangelists to spread the good news that he is risen to Peter and the disciples, that Jesus Christ was risen from the dead. Oh, what an honor. What a privilege. God created one good person and helper in the form of a woman. So it's good to be a woman. It really is good to be a woman. Be proud that you are. Don't try to change it for crying out loud. Know that you are a woman created in the image of God, that biological, natural woman who can be joined with a man as one flesh, comparable before God. You are woman of his creation, comparable 
in every way, equal to any man. And we honor women as wives and mothers. We sure do. The roles they play, both of which God intended, are just absolutely spectacular and so, so necessary in this crazy day and age. And even as God honored them as such, so should we. We should honor them for what they are, for what they do, and as strong, independent, productive servants of the living God, comparable to and equal to any man. Oh, how good it is that both men and women were God-created. How good. The views expressed here on the Crawford stand are those of the speaker. I want to say thank you to those of you who send Mr. Crawford your email and let him know you're there listening. That really means a lot to him. When you write to Mr. Crawford, be sure to tell him on what station you hear the stand. His email address is stand at crawfordmediagroup.net. Stand at crawfordmediagroup.net. That's also our website. Go to it when you want to review what you hear. crawfordmediagroup.net. You can also hear the entire Crawford Stand each week by going online to myhopenow.com. And you can also download the My Hope Now app. The Crawford Stand is a public affairs presentation of Crawford Media Group and this station. Serving God and country. I'm Bill McCormick.